This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Spreading freedom across the nation. This is The Buck Sexton Show. Team Buck, welcome back to the Freedom Hunt. We've got our friend Adam Crato on the line. He's a senior writer for the Washington Free Beacon. His handle is at K-R-E-D-O-0. What's up, Adam? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Happy holidays. You getting some time off soon? Thank you, sir. Um, hopefully, but I'm not optimistic. Uh, I power through every day. Adam, freedom's not going to spread itself, buddy. So whatever happens, it's <laughs> the way it's supposed to be, right? All right. Uh, let's, let's, let's take some of the latest from freebeacon.com. Uh, Congress said the Obama administration fired top scientists, a top scientist to advance climate change plans. Uh, and they, uh, they were sorry to advance climate change and they plan an investigation they claim Obama administration retaliated against scientists. What is going on with the politicized Department of Energy here? Yeah, it, it, it's actually quite an interesting story that came out of nowhere. But apparently the uh, House Committee um, Science Technology had been working on this for a while. It, it, it surrounds actually a bill that most people probably won't even know. Uh, in 2014, Congress tried to uh, regulate a low-dose radiation program that DOE was working on. Essentially, this was a program to find out the effects of low doses of radiation, like when you take an X-ray or or uh, people who uh, work in cleaning up nuclear waste, these types of things. So um, Congress had a briefing on it. Apparently what happened is the scientist who led that briefing was fired. Uh, lawmakers later found out it was because the, the scientists did not adhere to the administration's talking point line. The administration didn't want this bill to go forward because it wanted full funding for its own climate change agenda, and this would have removed money from it. So because the scientists did not adhere to the administration's line, uh, apparently there was retaliation. The person was fired, and uh, the investigation also found uh, multiple... Adam, can you speak a little more into the mic? You sounded like you're calling us from a yellow submarine. What's going on? There... Get into the mic. Hey, how you, you got me now? Yeah, got there me now? we go. In stereo, that baby. That's what I like. Okay, you were stereo. saying. All right. So essentially what we're seeing here is uh, the administration instructing scientists who's supposed to be impartial, who are supposed to brief Congress um, neutrally and impartially so that Congress can perform oversight work properly. We're seeing them fired, retaliated against so the administration can forward its own agenda. This time it was on climate change, but we've seen it in other respects, too. Tell me about the Iranian commander who killed Americans and is currently in Syria violating international travel bans on him. Yeah, this is um, an interesting one. Uh, 
Soleimani is his name. He's a top uh, commander for the Iranian military. In fact, he's in charge of all of uh, the uh, IRGC, the Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard Force, missions outside of the country. So that would be what they're doing in Syria, in Iraq, in Yemen, and elsewhere. Um, as part of the nuclear deal, there was a travel ban on this individual. He's broken it several times. He's traveled to Russia. And uh, just in the last week, now he's in Syria scoping out uh, all the work the Iranians have done to help Assad to destroy rebels there. And uh, the Obama administration, quite honestly, has an opportunity to sanction him for this. But uh, I see no evidence that they're going to do that, uh, seemingly because they want to preserve this nuclear agreement and not bother also, this uh, tell me about this is on freebeacon.com. The U.S. accused of training Iranian-tied forces in Iraq. The Obama administration is denying the charges. What's going on here? Yeah, this is this is um, I think a very important story that uh, people aren't paying attention to. It's slightly complicated, but essentially, what's taking place here is that the U.S. military is training Iraqi militias that are operating under the government. The problem is that the majority of these militias are actually controlled or tied to the Iranian government. Again, this guy, Soleimani, is uh, the man who leads them and is their ideological leader. Uh, the, the U.S. has taken great, great pains to bend over backwards to try and vet these individuals so that we are not directly training any Iranians. But I think it really uh, highlights the challenge, one, that we face in Iraq with training militias that have really uh, kind of been homegrown and are all over the country and often tied to the Iranians. And two, I think the the issue here with this is that even if we're not directly training Iranian forces, we're actually bolstering Iran's claim in the country and uh, helping them expand their regional influence. So that ideologically, I think, is a very bad thing. And now this one not coming from free from freebeacon.com uh, this is a Reuters piece but I know you're you're following this one closely Hezbollah sure. using US weaponry in Syria what is this all about Yeah this I don't find surprising at all I look if you if you give weapons to militants and different militias just like what we're seeing in Iraq um, and they're tied to the Iranians the Hezbollah a terror group of course is under the control of Iran necessarily we will see a certain amount of those weapons uh, transferred to nefarious actors. That's what I think is happening here. Um, the other thing I would point out, as surprising as the headline is, Hezbollah doesn't actually need American weapons. They've got plenty of funding from the Iranians, so even if they might be getting their hands on some in some way, uh, Hezbollah is fully stocked and fully armed by the Iranians, missiles, guns, uh, ammunition, all the like. Adam Credo is a senior writer for the Washington Free Beacon. You can follow him on Twitter at Credo Zero. Uh, Mr. Credo, whether you get some time off or not, have a fantastic uh, holiday. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year, sir. Thank you, Buck. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Team, we have limited days to uh, hang out here before the holiday. Uh, the phone lines are open, 888-900-3393. You also have a certain 35th birthday that's going to happen next week. Wait, is it next week? Yeah, it's next. Oh my gosh. That just hit me. It's next week. I mean, 35. I was just a young buck when I started this whole radio media game. I was in my 20s, barely, but I was in my 20s. Now I'm going to be 35. Hmm. Wow. 
this is sorry i'm having a it's like a i don't even know what you would call it it's not a midlife crisis it's not even a crisis it's just a hmm interesting 35 35 years sort of young coming up here uh so 888-900-3393 if you want to talk about news you want to talk about your holiday plans anything at all ideas for the freedom hunt in 2017 we basically got today and tomorrow because friday is a special taped show um or it's a sort of a year in review show various blaze radio hosts starting at noon so we got today and tomorrow team that's what we got for the spots to talk to each other about stuff um so 888-900-3393 also sponsor this half hour is silencer shop help make the world a quieter place i should start doing jingles it is that time of year Silencer Shop is the simply uh, is simply the best place. Simply the best. Silencer Shop. I could do. I could just start riffing on this. I could have so much fun. Uh, silencer Shop offers the best prices along with the best service. And when it comes to doing the paperwork right for your silencer, you can trust SilencerShop.com. They submit more of these uh, paperwork uh, situations than anybody else in the country. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're the place to go for the best price, the best selection. And make sure you go through the process quickly, efficiently, and properly. So SilencerShop.com has uh, all the products there for you to see and check out. They've got testimonials. You can reach out to the staff. They'll make sure you know what's going on and that you can purchase a silencer, which will make shooting so much more fun, makes it quieter. I personally hate excessive noise. Every time somebody honks in an unneeded fashion in New York, I want to throw an egg at their car. Just kidding. I would never do that. That would be unsafe. SilencerShop.com. SilencerShop.com. Help make the world a quieter place. Go check it out. And team, we'll be right back. This is the Buck Sexton Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. the Buck Sexton Show. Of course, it's the holiday season, so why not uh, get a lot of attention for whatever your cause may be, even if it's based on uh, falsehood. So this is now, this was trending uh, on, I think yesterday on Twitter, like number two on Twitter trends. Um, It's this individual. Do we have the audio, John? Okay, we do. So this guy named Adam Saleh, who is a Muslim American, claims that he was on a Delta Airlines flight. Uh, this is, when was it? Was it today? No, it was this morning. It's today. I'm sorry. This is. I thought it was yesterday for a second. This is today. So this is just getting attention now. It has been retweeted. This guy has been retweeted. I know a lot of you aren't on Twitter, but it's now, you know, pe- people in media are all obsessed with it because it's so sort of quick and snackable which is the term for like i have no attention span so i want something quick that i can look at and you know 
were being, I think like lab rats were all being trained to just want everything in, in 30 to 90 second increments all the time now. And this is, you know, we're going to start having movies where it's like a hundred different 30 second increments anyway, uh, of, with completely different content. So Adam Saleh is verified on Twitter. His video that he claims shows him getting kicked off a Delta Airlines flight for saying one word in another language. We can all assume that language is Arabic. Um, this has been retweeted 345,000 times. So you can assume that millions and millions of people on Twitter have seen this. And it's so it's gone viral, which was clearly the point. Um, but let's just I just want to play some of the audio of this for you. And then we'll talk a bit about what probably happened here. Play it. We're getting kicked out because we spoke a different language. Is it, is, this is 2016. 2016. Look, Delta Airlines are kicking us out. Because we spoke a different language. Because we spoke a different language. Thank you so much. You guys are racist. I cannot believe my eyes. I cannot believe it. I spoke a word, a different language, and you said you feel uncomfortable? Because I spoke a different language? I can't believe it. I can't believe my eyes. Why are you guys doing that? Because we spoke a different language. That is so upsetting. And you guys, are you serious? I'm about to cry right now, seriously. Because we said a word in a different language and there's six white people against us bearded men. Swipe people against us bearded men. How about you kick them? I feel uncomfortable. Just look at the way the, the repetition there. I mean, this isn't a real argument that you'd have with somebody, right? You know, because I spoke a word in a different language, because I spoke a word in a different language. First of all, no one's, I, I, you can't see the videos. I'm just trying to fill this in, but you can see this online if you want. There's like no one arguing with him. There's nothing. He's just looking into the camera and yelling about this. And he claims that, you know, he's being thrown off the flight. First of all, one word. What is it? Allah? Because if it wasn't Allah, very unlikely that anybody else on that plane would even know what language, you know, what, what was he sitting there? And, you know, he he was like, he was like, yeah, mom, what's up? I want some Dajaj for dinner. And they're like, oh. He said Dajaj, that means chicken in Arabic. Oh my God, we need to get him off the plane. It's such a stupid concept, right? It's such a, a stupid um, accusation, really. People on a plane heard one word in a, in a foreign language also, by the way. I mean, it's Arabic, right? Adam Saleh, this, can we just say, I said one word in Arabic? But it's, he wants it to be bigger than just about Arab. He wants it to be just anti-foreign, anti... I mean, you can sort of see here uh, how this all comes together. There's another, um, and, and so social media is all you know freaked out about this. You've got uh, Dr. Bassem Youssef from his official Twitter account saying there's no excuse for this behavior, Delta Airlines, kicking people out for speaking a different language, unacceptable. I mean, does anybody really think that Delta Airlines kicks people off of planes for speaking a different language? You know, you start to wonder, you have to ask the question here. I think it's fair to ask the question, are these people idiots or are they just hugely delusional liars i mean are they actually morons it, maybe it's possible they've gone this far in life and they're and they're truly stupid and they're just exposing themselves now they've been able to hide it that seems unlikely it seems much more likely that they just want to sort of ride this wave of self-righteousness and virtue signaling while they can uh, because no person could really think that delta is going to kick you off for speaking a different language and then you get the Bassem Yusuf, by the way, is considered the, quote, John Stewart of Egypt, end quote, which I do not think is a good thing. I would not want to be considered the John Stewart of anything. Um, and then you have all these other tweets from people that are, you know, getting uh, getting attention underneath it. And they're saying, uh, what is this? People are saying, oh, uh, this is another verified account from Dr. Forster. Don't know who she is. 
because if so, Delta, I'll be avoiding your company for all my future flights. It always seems that you're kicking people of color, etc., off flights. Uh, people seem to believe all this stuff. Um, and then boycott Delta has become the hashtag that's trending all over the world. Boycott Delta. That's what people say should happen here. Somebody else who tweeted out, hey, Delta, if I spoke Spanish on your plane, would that mean I'm part of a drug cartel? Boycott Delta. That got 16, over 1,600 retweets as of this posting. These people idiots or I, I think we I, it's a fair question to ask, right? They don't really think. I know that some of them are just being snarky, but. Do they believe that this guy was kicked off a plane because he said one word? Remember, that's the act. It's not that they were they were you know chosen for additional screening or that you know they took out prayer rugs by the cockpit and you know people got uncomfortable. Um, no, it's not that. It's that they said one word in a foreign language and that caused a commotion and, and people wanted them off the plane. I I, I want to know what that word is. They said Allah and it, they said it once and people. I mean, it just it's. It's crap, right? We all know this. There's no way this is what happened. Delta, of course, now says they're investigating, and you got to be very careful with this. Boycott Delta, boycott Delta. Um, what they didn't know, what Delta didn't know, hat tip Alex Griswold at Mediaite for doing some of the research on this, is that uh, this guy, uh, Saleh, he was a Muslim-American man, um, he... He says he was kicked off the Delta flight for speaking to his mother in Arabic on the phone. He has a history. Oh, what a surprise. A history of hoax videos purporting to detail anti-Muslim discrimination. I mean, in one of these videos, he's walking down the street dressed as, and this is back in 2014, a video called Racial Profiling Experiment that got 2 million views. Um, so Sala gets in a fight with a friend in when they're dressed in Western style in front of a police officer and then reenacted it again, gets into a fight in front of a police officer in Muslim garb and the police officer only inter- intervened uh, because they were Muslim. If you, I mean, John here, I'll, I'll send you this for a second. And I don't know if we can get this in time for this segment or not, but just if you can get the audio of when they're of the sort of second one here, I'm sending this to John as we're talking here. Uh, it's, it's like they hired an actor from an adult film to play the police officer who's like, hey, why are you dressed like that? Hey, I am an officer of the law and I view you as Muslims. And I, I mean, it's it's the most phony nonsense BS. It's like so obviously fake when you watch it and that two million people watched it and it went viral. So this guy creates hoax, has a history already of creating hoax, anti-Muslim bigotry videos or videos i should say purporting to show anti-muslim bigotry that go viral and then they're exposed as fakes and he's doing and now we've got dealt do we really think that he just happened to be kicked off this flight because you know he was the one muslim american that was i mean no there this is a level of it's not even we can't even pretend that this is not a complete and utter setup right but these things are bothersome to me not just because um I don't like the, the the childishness of, you know, this creates a disturbance on the plane. The people are trying to, you know, the flight attendants or what do we call them? Yeah, not stewardesses, flight attendants. They're just trying to do their jobs, trying to get people. People want to go where they're going. They don't want to get held up. And, you know, they shouldn't have to be put through all this. And, you know, maybe this hurts Delta. Delta is a company. People buy flights from Delta or other places. Boycott Delta is trending. I mean, there are real consequences to this sort of thing. 
And we all know how this is going to turn out, right? When this is exposed as a hoax, this Sala fellow is going to say, oh, well, it was just sort of art and it was meant to raise awareness. And this is the way that the self-indulgent, self-righteous, progressive left loves to play the game now. They make stuff up. They lie. They create destruction. There are real consequences to their actions. But then they drape themselves in raising awareness. And that is some sort of an excuse for whatever behavior that they feel uh, they feel, you know, they're highlighting or whatever. I mean, it's just grotesque. And the left loves this stuff. You don't see this on the right. The left loves this. Another fake hoax uh, or fake folks, fake hoax crime or a fake hoax is the same thing. Um, Tells us a lot about how much bigotry there really is when they have to make it up, right? The Buck Sexton Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to the Buck Sexton Show. All right, team. We're joined now by Emily Zanotti. She is a political editor at Heat Street, and she is E M Zanotti on Twitter. And her last name is fun to say. What is up, Emily? <laughs> Not much. How about you? Well, you know, just getting ready for a little holiday action. Which for me means yeah. sleeping and eating too much and not doing work. So that's all. These are all good things. Um, exactly. Probably going probably to come back a little a little cuddlier. Um, so. Uh, let's talk for a second, if we can, about Adam Saleh. What can you tell me about this guy? So this guy is a YouTube prankster. He's not even really a great YouTube prankster. He tends to not actually prank anybody. He sets things up. And so today he's saying that he got booted off a Delta Airlines flight for speaking to his mom in Arabic on a cell phone. So like very, very quiet. He says he was speaking to his mom and then a bunch of passengers complained and he got booted off the flight. Well, it's most certainly a hoax. This guy is very well known for setting up his quote unquote pranks. He once tried to target the New York police department by saying that they beat him up because he was wearing Islamic clothing. Uh, turns out that he actually paid an actor to impersonate a New York police department Oh, oh wait, oh, wait, Emily, oh, wait, up. wait, hold, hold up, hold up. We got the clip of this actor who really shouldn't <laughs> quit his day job. Play it. Why you always make trouble with me? I, I don't like it. To do right Wallah, you need to leave right now. You need to leave. To Wallah, I don't, what, what do you mean business? business? I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't leave. No, no, it's nothing. Me. Just, What's all the arguing about? Why I'm, you dress like this? What's what is this? I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just talking with him. No. You're talking to me. You're having a disturbance over here. No, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just talking. With him. Nothing, nothing serious. Okay. Don't walk away from me. Yeah. I'm an officer yes. of the law. Okay. Why are you walking away when I'm talking to you? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just oh talking. my god, I love it, Emily. I, I actually worked for the MIPD for over a year, and uh, and you would never have. <laughs> <laughs> you never say, don't walk away from me. Law. I am an officer of the law. Have you seen this badge that I have on my shirt? Like it is. Look and also it, I, love the, I love the, I love the, what is this clothing you are wearing? Yeah. Cause that's what a cop would say. To you. <laughs> right. Certainly he's just going to stop people on the street and be like, he's the fashion police actually, not the real NYPD. Yeah. And he wants he's like, to know that what that shirt is two is. sizes too big for oh. you, sir. 
It's crazy. Cools are so last season. What are you doing? But right now, I mean, I asked you about the Adam Sala thing because you were talking about that video. Number two trending hashtag on Twitter is boycott Delta. Are, are people right. just all mm-hmm. idiots? They, they're really too stupid to know this video is fake, even without knowing the backstory. Right. And they look at this video and, and you can tell this video is not correct. And Delta is actually saying, you know, there was a disturbance on one of the these flights, two men were taken off, 20 passengers complained. So it's not like it's just somebody quietly speaking on a phone. 20 people said that there was a disturbance that made them feel uncomfortable and asked for this guy to be removed. And for some reason, people have just piled on to this. Like they think it's, it's, it's fitting a narrative that they believe about what's happening in the world now that Donald Trump is, is going to round everybody up and put them in camps or whatever. And so he's now... Uh, now been completely believed on Twitter. People are calling on Delta to, to uh, or calling on other people to boycott Delta. It's become this whole mess. And, and no, people really have very little idea that this guy is a history of internet pranks. <laughs> they aren't even yeah, good. I, they're not even good pranks. They're not even well. Yeah, they're not even pulled off well. I mean, that, that, that actor, I mean, I would do a better job on the spot. Throw me in a police uniform, you know? Why are you wearing this? I am an officer of the law. It was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, but the, but this has consequences. I mean, people are saying boycott Delta. I don't look. This isn't mm-hmm. going to bring Delta down or something, but it might cost Delta some it money. Problem. Yeah, it's yeah. going to cause problems. It's definitely going to cost them some money, and certainly Delta is sticking by their their assessment of the situation for better or for worse. They're saying, you know, we. We got complaints. This wasn't something where just one person said something stupid. It was 20 people on a plane saying, please get this guy off. He's scaring the crap out of us. So it it was a real situation from their perspective. And now they're going to be punished because people don't recognize that this guy's history is that he's even done this on other planes. Uh, He was counting backwards from 10 on a plane in Arabic and got booted off. And this is the the same thing he keeps doing. And it's most certainly fake, but there will be real world consequences for this. (sighs) Social justice warriors, they're the worst. All right, let's get into some let's get into some other stuff. The Oppression Olympics Student of Color Conference at UC Irvine descends into chaos. What is going on here on HeatStreet.com? So. So the University of California, Irvine Student Association decided that they would be super kind and have a meeting to discuss how to handle anti-blackness. So any kind of discrimination or bigotry that's happening against African-Americans, which they thought was going to be perfect for their social justice warriors on campus, that it was going to be a love fest over Black Lives Matter and everyone was going to come together and have this mass demonstration on campus at the end of the day. Well, they decided to invite all the social justice warriors, but it turns out that they don't all agree that black people are the most marginalized minority. <gasps> and so in a couple, a couple of their sessions, it almost came to blows over whether black people, Muslim Americans, Hispanics, women, there are certainly lots of people who are marginalized and oppressed in our society, and they could not agree on who was the most oppressed and they ended up having to cancel cancel the conference wow i mean personally i blame white privilege oh undeniably probably toxic masculinity too yeah i mean somebody probably just showed up and mansplained to all of them and ruined the whole conference 
and maybe even did some manspreading. Perhaps, perhaps. There's definitely mansplaining. <laughs> There's definitely mansplaining. Manspreading is mostly a New York City subway thing. I don't know if you guys have to worry about that in Chicago, too, but it's a real thing here, you know, where guys take up yeah, too much do. room on the like- subway because they manspread because they're trying to take up more space as sort of their alpha male dominance, you know, alt-right, yada, yada, whatever. Does New York City have the signs that tell you not to manspread into other places? Because we have that here. Do you actually have no manspreading signs? Yeah, there are little ads on the subway, and they say, do not take up more than one seat, and it has a picture of a man manspreading. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I, think we do have, I think we do have no manspreading signs, which, you know, it's, it's like this isn't even America anymore. All right, speaking of manspreading, no, this is a terrible transition. Scratch that. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, <laughs> Hillary Clinton supporting Pantsuit Nation Facebook group gets lucrative book deal. What's this all about? Yeah, so Hillary Clinton had, well, it was a grassroots group that sort of came up in October before Hillary Clinton lost the election. It's a group of women who all get together to share their stories on Facebook about how horrible America is for women. And it might be the most insufferable page on Facebook. It is just stories about all sorts of things. And they are, despite her loss, getting a book deal, a a multi-thousand dollar book deal uh, to tell their emotional stories about how they are coping in the wake of Hillary Clinton's loss. And it's, it's become sort of like this group therapy thing on Facebook. And so now they're going to give advice to other women across the country about how to go on, how to pick up the emotional pieces following Hillary Clinton's loss. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Pantsuit Nation does not sound like a place I would want to live. Uh, Moving on, South Carolina thinks that it can ban pornography or at least charge you for it. This also on HeathStreet.com. Don't know the story. Please do tell. (laughs) So South Carolina's legislators... Uh, want to be able to ban people in South Carolina from accessing porn on their on the internet. So somehow they're going to control the whole internet. They still haven't figured out exactly how, but their law is going to impose a blocker on all computers that are sold within the state of South Carolina. And if you would like this blocker removed, you have to pay the state of South Carolina twenty dollars, and then they'll put your name on a list of people who like pornography. No way. And, no way. <laughs> Then you can, then, you know, the, the naughty list will maybe be sent to Santa. I don't know. but This really is a naughty list. list. Are they seriously going to keep a <laughs> registry of who, of who wants to pay to be able to look at porn on their computers? Yes. Who's going to be paying the $20 fine? You'll have to fill out a form, pay the fine, and then they'll send somebody to take the blocker off your computer, which, of course, every 14-year-old in the country will be able to get around within two minutes of it being installed, but... Um, yes, yeah, so they think that this is a great idea to cut down on pornography consumption in South Carolina. This is one of the this is one of the creepier government ideas like ever. I think uh, right. this is pretty bad. Right. I mean, it's just people who, you know, in their everyday, I guess you might want to surf over to that. I don't know, but um, but yeah, if you if you do if you do want to do those sort of things, and you're going to have to tell the state of South Carolina <laughs> that you're a dirty, dirty human being. Wow. All right. Apparently. Uh, another piece, HeatStreet.com. Z and her. H-I- How do you say her? How do you say this? H-I-R. 
Uh, third gender movement Zer. says growth is exploding. Her? Zer. Zer? We think it's Zer. We're not wholly, wholly uh, solid on this, but we think it's Zer. Well, what the, what the heck is this? I don't even know about this. I know I've heard about the Z thing. Like you can you can go to college now and be like, I would like to be referred to as Z, and people yeah. with PhDs have to sort of bow before you, being like, Yes, Z. Doesn't Z sound like the leader of a sci-fi planet somewhere? Right? Like it does. Like Neil General Z. Zod. Like yeah. <laughs> like, but but yeah. So there's this movement that's supposed to create a third gender, which is referred to as Zer there. Um, on administrative documents. So if you go to get your birth certificate or a copy of your birth certificate or a marriage certificate, they want a third gender option besides male and female. They want to be able to check this box for people who do not conform to the binary notions of gender specificity. So basically, if you have this third option, uh, if you don't fit into either male or female, and there's possibly three people in the whole country who are enthusiastic about this, but they did win the rights this year in 2016 to get that third option in California and Oregon, of course. And so they've called this the banner year for the third gender movement. I guess so. Uh, this, this is a thing now that the people are talking about. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking yeah, of exactly. third gender movements and other stuff from the social justice left, LGBT activists on HeatStreet.com. This is a piece you can go read there on the culture war section, which I love on HeatStreet.com. Um, says it, it almost sounds now like this is a sponsored ad for you guys, Emily. So I'm going to need to like I'm going to scale it back a little bit. <laughs> I appreciate but, it. Yeah, you know, just just rocking it for my Heat Street peeps. Uh, says that we'll gay rights movement that, has though. lost its way. Oh no, what happened here? Well, this is also from a old school LGBT activist, and he now says that we've started to add all these extra letters to LGBT. So now it's not just lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender, that it's like androgynous and intersex. And now there's a little plus sign that no one can pronounce at the end. And all of these people have conflicting ideas about what gay rights really means. And so they've taken the LGBT rights movement off track and made it a social justice movement. And this guy, who has been a gay rights activist since the 60s or 70s, says, we cannot be a social justice movement. We need, we need to focus on what really matters and stop being victims. And of course, he was not uh, particularly well received by uh, the social justice warriors of the world. Yeah, I do think that social justice warriors, the SJWs, are kind of running out of they're kind of running out of issues. So they're really just conjuring up issues now. I mean, they're really operating on the fringes of the fringe. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to say is that now it's just all about how can I wake up in the morning and figure out how I'm a victim today? Who is victimizing me instead of I'm going to take action and fight for my rights and and be a paragon in my community? I'm going to worry about who's hurting me today and and whether you know somebody at a store is going to accidentally say the word he and i'm going to get triggered and have an emotional breakdown and that's really ruining the gay rights movement uh emily any fun stuff that you got planned for the holiday any any sort of interesting zanati traditions that you guys you guys do uh, i think we're going to roll out the lasagna for christmas eve uh but other than that i think it's just going to be a pretty traditional christmas all right fair enough we just have to watch die hard that's, of course, that's of course, be it would. our tradition. Best but. Christmas movie ever. 
Fantastic. Exactly. All right. Uh, Emily Zanotti is a political editor at Heat Street. Follow her EM Zanotti on Twitter. Emily, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you in 2017. Merry Christmas to you. Team, we'll be right back. Buck Sexton, the Blaze Radio Network. Team, I know I told you all to expect this, but here it is. Um, another scathing review of an important Trump project from the people that do reviews. Washingtonian Magazine here says that Trump's, they gave a, quote, brutal hotel, the, uh, brutal review, rather, to Trump's new D.C. hotel. The uh, quote that's pulled from it is, this place is not for the true discerning luxury traveler. And they just go to town on it. I mean, they just say that it's, the hotel is is crap, basically. They say there are only three luxury hotels in the world that get worse rankings anywhere in the world. The Four Seasons in Oahu, Hawaii, which, how could that be so bad? Oahu's awesome. And the Palazzo Versace in Dubai. I'm sure that's a freaking mess. But, uh, yeah, so they rank this as one of the three worst hotels in the world. Because, as I've said to you, trashing Trump, for most people, is now a brand-enhancing experience. It's a means of elevating your own brand at the expense not just of Trump, but of now the government uh, executive branch chief of the United States government. So there's that. We'll talk about the media and perhaps a little year in review and some other stuff. Give me some calls, team. Be right back. The Buck Sexton Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.